and I don't know where, where will be the end, uh, planning and having KPIs for that certain stage was really important. If it was productive, if it's product development, you should have your KPIs for that product. When will it, when will that feature will be ready? When will it be launched? Of course, you don't have to, like, not you don't have to, but you can't match all those KPIs. Mm-hmm. But knowing where you're going and what you have to do is really is really the key. And same for business, like uh, in the launching stage, growth stage, uh, maybe scaling to different market stage, you should have different KPIs. And without them, you will basically be lost in some part of the stage and you won't be uh, going forward, but you will be just making circles. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I because I, I heard the term, I mean, it's not a term, but there was a piece of advice that someone gave me probably in high school. It was probably my, I think I was going, I think I was just starting my junior year. And, you know, that's kind of when, um, you know, we're starting to look at colleges and stuff like that. And one of my friends wanted to skip college and start his own business. And he said that his uh, his father told him, well, a lot of because because he would talk about, you know, my friend had, you know, a lot of ideas that came to his head. And he was like, well, what if we what if this could happen? What if you could do this? And he said that his father told him that the that everyone has ideas everyone has ideas but it comes down ultimately to executing ideas is that is that would you say that's true or you know what would you say to that yes of course of course and it's actually a little bit more dangerous when you have so many ideas i like that friend of yours Mm -hmm. i could get inspired from almost anything when it comes to business uh, but you have to say no to everything in your mind because you have a business, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and executing that is your priority. And uh, while you're executing, uh, I also want to add that measuring what you have executed is also really important. Mm-hmm. Track yourself and your business, yeah. So how? So you talked about you know tracking your business. You know how do you how do you go about? Okay. Your, how do you how do you go about trying to get your first customer? <laughs> Interesting point. Like uh, I, I'm just trying to remember our first customer, which so like funny. He's still using it, uh, our product, and mm-hmm. I, I recently realized that because the product was super buggy when we launched. So <laughs> I'm really happy. But it, it's much better now, and he's still using. And we were we weren't marketing at all. We were just talking about it, of course, because while you're developing it, uh, we were going to trade shows, CES, etc. Yeah. We were trying to make interviews, so we were just hustling basically. But uh, people who are like you basically find you, uh, if that's the right way to say. Mm-hmm. So our first customer is someone who heard we will from a friend or us. So, um, but after that, it's, it's really hard from jump. From like literally one to hundred, hundred to thousand, thousand to ten thousand, it's really hard to make those jumps. Yeah. Because you can easily start getting smaller and smaller, so or your growth might stop. You have then you have to actually get you know thousand customers can be can can't be but like it can be a coincidence. But 
100,000 customers on a coincidence. There's a strong marketing and sales effort behind it. Absolutely. That I mean, that makes a lot of sense because, you know, I watch a lot of, you know, stuff on business and just how how things grow. And people talk about, you know, just how hard it is to get your first, you know, first customer, you know, then making, mm-hmm. as you talked about, going from, you know, one to 10, 10 to 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 1,000. And, yeah. you know, is there a, once you... Once you get a good amount of, once you get, say, say you get 10 customers, do you begin to look at, okay, here's how we got them, here's how they heard about us, and then do you start to kind of go in that direction since you can see, okay, well, people are hearing about us like, okay, say through Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, uh, you know, radio or whatever so is that how is that how it works or do you just kind of try anything and then do you do you go from there no no like we're trying to track everything we can mm-hmm. track um where the, where the customers come from is, is a really important question uh most of our customers came from actually through partnerships in our case so uh, we know that. So we never give up that channel, but we also try different channels, like let's say trade shows or uh, wellness fairs in like South by Southwest, for example. Mm-hmm. But if you realize you gave away for marketing purposes, 500 strips, but the conversion rate is so low, then you don't put your money to those channels, but mm-hmm. you put the partnership. Yeah. You have to measure everything as you know, like if you don't, uh, you would, you, you don't know where the success is coming from. <laughs> yeah. So what, so, I mean, what does a typical day look like for you? I mean, as a startup, as a startup founder, I mean, what, I mean, what happens? Cause I, I imagine you're, you know, running, I imagine when I, when I think of startup CEOs or startup founders, you know, I think, okay, they're just running around like headless chickens for about 16 hours a day. <laughs> Good point, because um, especially if you have a global business, you know, like, it's easy, but when, when Europe sleeps, America wakes up, wakes up, when America sleeps, Japan wakes up, like, so <laughs> um, there's a cycle in the world, so you have to be always on alert, that's, that's the thing, and for me, during Corona, it's different, a little different than normal times, but during Corona, for example, I wake up, uh, I make my uh, email readings and just try to catch up with Slack and Asana of our team. Mm-hmm. Look at our uh, orders, uh, numbers. Then we have a team meeting around nine. So then we make the team meeting because we are all working from home. Um, uh, we're just talking about what we have done, what are our obstacles. Then after the meeting, I'm trying to make some, for example, yoga or some body weight training. It's really important that I'm saying this because uh, wellness is like well-being is a big part of our daily life mm-hmm. and if you don't make these certain things you can collapse faster than other people <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so after that I work 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 literally um, like I'm trying to balance of course my life my hobbies with business but as, as, as a startup co-founder it's not that easy always when I can I try to do but Basically, I'm um, almost 24 hours alert, yeah. which is not recommended, by the way, Solomon. <clears throat> That's why I'm trying to balance it a little bit. 
And I know while uh, with the business growth, it would be easier with more um, hires and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I think you're totally right about wellness because, I mean, you know, I remember, well, I mean, as I told you, I've never been a CEO or anything like that. But, you know, just doing classes and stuff like that at school, it was like, okay, you know, along with my schoolwork, I was reading, I was doing, you know, this podcast and stuff like that. And I was just always doing something. And I was like, I noticed that my health, you know, it was just, it was declining. And I was like, okay, well, I, I can't keep this up. And I think wellness is extremely important. I mean, I know people, you know, in my, you know, the old, my, the older generation, like my dad, he is, he's going to be 74 this year. And he's been working a long time. And if you looked at him, he wouldn't, he wouldn't look 74 at all. But I mean, just, I see him and his coworkers and they just work, 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 and they keep on going. And it's like, gosh, like they're like their bodies like that just really takes a toll on you. So, you know, wellness is really, really important. But I think, you know, what's what's kind of a good thing and a bad thing is that th- this current generation, like we are more focused on, you know, wellness and well-being and mental health and physical health and making sure that our bodies are okay because your health is number one. If yeah, you're... If you're, you know, if your body goes, you're pretty, you pretty much can't do anything and you are, you know, now a liability. And that's one thing I hate, just not being able to contribute, not being able to help. So I think that it's truly tremendous to look at your health and look at your body and ask yourself, how am I feeling? You know, what's going on?